Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the virgin voyager, Joe Garber. And I can't remember what name I was using earlier. Corey J. Brewer. Yay! Yay! You're the Corey of the moment. Corey Today's Brewer. Corey. Today's Corey. I was like the surprised convert or something to the effect. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Surprised. Surprise convert. It wasn't surprised though. It was like no, we yeah. Shanghai'd you, like we Shanghai'd oh convert. God, yeah. I don't think I said that. I don't that. think it was that. I don't think I said that. Um. Uh, well, welcome back to the podcast, Corey. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Welcome back. Did you know? I'm curious. Before we get going, yeah. Well, maybe this should wait for a minute, Max's. So we followed John Sax- Saxon, yes, not Saxton, no Saxon from Black Christmas <laughs> into. Assassinio <laughs> del uh, Etruscan Scorpion with Two Tails. Scorpion with Two Tails. <laughs> Completely different title. Which is how you'll find this movie uh, if you're trying to watch it with us. <laughs> Corey, I'm curious what your vibe was of John Saxon before watching this or like just in Very your general. Pro? pro? Very pro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, I love him as the dad on Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and yes. 3. <laughs> And I love Black Christmas, and he shows up in a lot of shit that I watch. Uh, Girl Who Knew Too Much, Mario Bava, amazing. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. He's really good in a lot of shit. So, very pro. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. That's all I needed to know. Well, yeah. And so I, uh, I of course, thought, oh, we should invite Corey Brewer back to the podcast because we're discussing our first official Giallo film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you really broke it off <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a classic. <laughs> yeah. Corey, in your expertise, where do you feel a scorpion with two tails fits into the pantheon of Giallo films? Um, but before you do, mm-hmm. as our Giallo um expert for people that don't aren't familiar with what that is even though eric and i have invoked it three thousand times during our heart to heart podcast um can you give like a brief description of jello as it relates to film is that okay sure uh i'm gonna say it's a cycle of films that starts in the mid 60s and rolls through the mid 80s in italy but also sometimes in spain and sometimes in france and uh you know just general european but mostly italian and it's films that come out of a german series of films called the creamies that are based on george wallace detective mysteries and the italians basically took that and made it a little sleazier (laughs) and it's a lot of like murder mysteries and with a focus on like style and score and sometimes the overall package of visuals being more important than the storyline itself and eventually of course this gets echoed out into american films so anyone that's seen like dressed to kill knows what we're talking about Mm -hmm. and it's stuff that still sort of happens now and you know why they're called giallo because uh, it's yellow mm-hmm. and they, it's like so it's like pulp fiction and also like the covers of the original sleazy novels that these were based on are yellow covers with like a circle in the center that has like a little illustration of what's happening in the movie mm. um, or in the book. So because they came from these yellow books, they were called giallo movies. Huh. The creamies. 
Yeah. That's what the, the creamy is just means crime. Oh, so. oh okay. <laughs> Joe's like, yum, it's yum, creamy. creamy. It's so creamy. <laughs> I think Mars it means crime. What a misnomer. Uh, <laughs> creamy. I thought it was a detective detective's name and i also thought giallo was the name of a director until our last podcast which i think cory might have been on for that and i was like oh whoops (laughs) it's a director that eric and ellen were really into yeah 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 Yeah, i was like why is everyone into this director and why does he only have one name yeah it's italian director yes and why do i assume it's a man it's giallo getting deep already very but before we get too deep i think we need to see Uh-oh. what this what we need to, uh, just a quick bite of everything that happened in this movie <laughs> shit, oh, shit. how about like one minute we'll say we'll do it in one minute so, um, minute that sound okay? i'm gonna bid a minute and 30 denied uh where, uh. I, where do we is it you first ellen no way. Was it, didn't it I was go first me. For Black it was Christmas? me for the first movie, yeah. So I think it's me. Okay, you're back. Oh, Thank God. Or we can make the guests go first. Ooh, <laughs> we could do that. Is that rude or is that polite? I don't know. That feels polite. I think that's polite. I think oh, we should yeah. let Corey go first. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. I love, I love that idea. I feel um, good about it. Okay. Uh, I've got my timer set for a minute. All right. So uh, Joan is in New York. And she's having dreams about uh, estration uh, caves and she's having nightmares. But then her boyfriend or husband, John Saxon, is actually in Italy and he's doing this in the places that she's dreaming about. And he finds a big chamber and he's going to tell her all about it. And she dreams that he dies in the chamber, but then he actually dies while they're on the phone talking about it. And then her (laughs) dad, who's funding his trip, says that he's a gold digger. And then. Uh, she's like, uh, no, he's totally fine. I'm going to go to Italy and find out. And I'm going to take my archaeologist, my archaeologist friend with me. And <laughs> while they're there, uh, um, there's a lot of head spinning and maggots and heroin <laughs> and magic and antimatter. And, um, and then there's a, a creepy photographer that has a Confederate flag in his studio for <laughs> some reason. And, uh, and maggots. Oh, and my God. Up. That's yes. that's everything you, you really <laughs> yes you, you scrape the barrel with that one great job <laughs> yep is that do you, you pronounce Etruscan differently but is that how you pronounce it I you don't know? think I did it right okay okay <laughs> I froze because I'm about to say Etruscan a lot and I didn't know if I was like <laughs> saying it wrong <laughs> okay the scorpion with two tails. Um, Joan's husband is an archaeologist and he calls her because he just found a new tomb that's going to be bigger than an Egyptian <laughs> tomb that I can't remember the name of. Tutankhamun. And she's really excited about it, but somebody comes up and snaps his neck backwards. And then she has a bunch of dreams of Etruscan uh, people snapping necks backwards. And so she goes to Italy and she clearly meets a ring of criminals who are all very suspicious and she's trying to figure out what happened to her husband. They don't know. And then a bunch of people get their necks snapped backwards while she's, while a photo shoot's happening, a sexy model photo shoot. So she ends up making her way into the tomb and there's 12. He wrote down there that there was 12. What 12? 12 what? Uh, 12 crates, and one of them is full of heroin for the crime ring that she's in. Um, this woman on a motorcycle tries to assassinate her, but gets her neck snapped. A guy tries to help her, gets his neck snapped. Another guy tries to help her, gets his neck snapped. So she ends up into the tomb, and there's an antimatter uh, gem of thousands of years, and she's an immortal Etruscan, and the guy, that guy's neck gets snapped. The end. Amazing. Woo. Woo. 
<laughs> My neck almost snapped doing that. I'm tired now. I don't think I should go. <laughs> oh, oh. <sighs> okay, I will. What's it called again? <laughs> Assassinio, El Cemeterio, Etrusco. <laughs> Great. Here we go. So there's Joan who has just gorgeous blonde hair and she has a colleague with beakers, but I think he's an archaeologist. I'm not sure. He's some kind of science person. I'll just call him Dr. Hansy because he's all <laughs> over her, even though we learn that she is married to her husband, who is an archaeologist without beakers. And it's John Saxon. And he uh, talks to her on the phone and he found this tomb and then he gets his neck snapped. Oh, wait, while she was getting pawed by Mr. Hansy, um, <laughs> she had a vision when she saw a picture from the tomb and it was just, everything's just teeming with mag maggots and everybody freaks out. So she goes there, it's her dad's trying to smuggle a giant crate of heroin, like he says, 300 pounds of heroin. And then there's just a bunch of people involved, a bunch of people turn corrupt, it's all fucked up. Then there's like a sulfurous tomb that sometimes everyone can walk around and breathe and then other times they're coughing and then the drug gang comes and shoots up the tomb. And then there is like a eternal gummy that looks like a giant edible. <laughs> the, end. the end. Eternal gummy, the, the alternate title. Hundreds-year-old gummy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna dust. I'm gonna just gonna dust, and uh, we'll we'll get to it. Great. Uh, Joan, who's 20, is married to a 50 year old archaeologist who's in Italy <laughs> and uncovering an Etruscan tomb where people like to snap necks around backwards. Uh, then that happens to him. Oh no! Then there's a 35 year old creep who is in love with her, and it's weirdly more age appropriate. Anyway, they go to Italy to see what happened to her old ass husband. And <laughs> what ends up happening is we amass a multitude of characters perfect for a locked door mystery in a fucking ancient tomb. Mm. We take them <laughs> all to the ancient tomb. They find a crate full of heroin. Then there's a shootout and all of them die. And there's still an hour left in this movie. So then this guy shows up and he's like, I'm an archaeologist. You look just like the painting. Oh, my God. And uh, she's like, please show me that painting. And he goes, OK, cool, because I have a pass for three people. You, you can leave your boyfriend here, right? And he, she's like, yes. And then they go and he ends up being the killer searching for the Etruscan treasure and he dies. And he dies. Oh, well done. Thank well you. Done. He did really good. Okay. So we have a, I have a friend in town and we forced him to watch this movie with us. And then he thought we were just sitting down for tea, but I forced him to do a minute max. So <laughs> this is a, this is an, inc this is incredible. We're just My keeping, God. keeping with the, uh, you know, if you stay at our house while with this podcast is yeah, going on, you will be featured on the podcast. You have to be featured on the podcast. Oh. Or we, we, Etrusque you. We Etrusque you. I thought it was because like Chain Reaction has such like just so big budget. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like we're stars. like we've been we've been called up to the show. Um, no? Yeah, wait till you hear the audio quality of this. <laughs> no, this is a Jeff. <laughs> no, it's a Jeff. So okay. unfortunately. But his name's Jeff Chicarelli. His last it's name is, is Chicarelli, yeah. uh, which is Italian. And it's Italian Geoff spelling of Jeff. Yes. Geoff. Okay. And here's his mimics. <laughs> and he surprised me with how well he did, actually. I, so, uh, I agree. Well, the plot of the movie is that a woman experiencing visions who is married to an archaeologist has a vision of him being killed. And she basically goes to investigate his murder, but only to discover her dad's involvement in heroin and drugs. <laughs> Meanwhile, having the visions of... 
this previous the Etruscans, right? This previous civilization or whatever, and their ritualistic killings. Eh, things take a turn at the end <laughs> of like more people are progressively being murdered, and I guess I don't really understand the ending because she starts channeling her who she's immortally connected with. <laughs> um, and th- there's like a reveal, but I didn't get the reveal of the guy with like the fake face on and then like, <laughs> he was the killer. And then it ends. I don't even remember how it ends. The end. The end. <laughs> oh my gosh. So... Geoff is great. Yeah. That was so easy to follow. Oh my God. I know. Like he used his words very wisely. He didn't panic at all. Yeah. Unlike yeah. all of us, unlike me, who have done it multiple times. I mean, that's, times. that's my brand. <laughs> just stumbling over ourselves. Oh my God. So, Corey, I just have to ask I'm sorry, mm-hmm. as, as the resident expert, where does this, in your mind, <laughs> shape, up, shape up in the pantheon of Giallo? I, I'm going to just go ahead and say that I've seen at least 150 movies that you could classify as Giallo, Holy and I've never shit. seen this one. Whoa. And I'm realizing now that there was a reason. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? Do you have a favorite giallo to give listeners context as to whether they agree with you or not? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I have a bunch. There's a bunch that I really love mm-hmm. and enjoy. I, in general, if, if somebody wants a really good in i always just say to watch tenebrae by dario gento because it's like mm. i always call it the once upon a time in the west of giallos where it's like someone that's already made a bunch of perfect giallo films and is just kind of tired of it <laughs> but is still so good at it that okay. they just are like i'm gonna dump every single cliche into this film and it's going to be fucking awesome because i'm just good at this mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Ellen Rick, Ellen suggested Tenebrae for the for this to follow John Saxon also. There we go. Mm-hmm. You coulda. <laughs> oh, it's just that it's just that shot. Oh man. Are there giallos that are worse than this one? <laughs> or is yes, this, there oh, are. Okay. Yes, there are. Okay. That's uh, good. I'm not gonna show my hand or anything here, but I didn't hate this. I actually <laughs> enjoyed it quite a bit, and it's not by far it's not the worst giallo I've seen. No, no, no. Yeah. And also, I, yeah, I'm not saying I hated it either. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there are, if this is your first one, yeah, there are lots and lots and lots of better ones out there for it you. It is like my third one, and I've never seen Tenebrae. Oh, see, to bring <laughs> so. it to bring it back to our original namesake, it's like this is like one of the movies, <laughs> the heart to heart movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Good analogy. Whereas Tenebrae yeah. is like one of the you know one of the finer episodes like what murder or uh latest in high fashion murder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a bummer because you probably watched the same transfer that was transferred for like vhs so it was kind of a bummer (laughs) at how beautiful some of those shots could have been but were so blurry to look at and really horrible looking Mm -hmm. where they if you did a good transfer of that footage it probably would look really good i just cannot imagine that a physical print of this movie still exists anywhere yeah one Mm -hmm. of the things because it's all adr and one of the things you said is because 
those sets were just so loud. Yeah, and no Italian one gave a films. Shit. You can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell Italian people to not. Make That's every every account that I've ever read about making films in Italy in the it, like up from the inception of film mm-hmm. till I think the nineties is that Italian crews won't stop talking, mm-hmm. so you have to ADR all of your dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the thing with these like um, a lot of those yellow pictures is that they would get an american star they would get a star from france they would get a star from like spain mm-hmm. so they could sell it in all of these places and Genius. none of them speak the same language so they're all just speaking their own language at each other <laughs> and it just gets dubbed over later it's, it's like star wars i love it i love it so much <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just was uh traveling back in time to yesterday <laughs> when I first experienced the character of Paolo repeatedly bleeding, Joanne, Joanne, Joanne. And then I'm like, what's he say? Oh, Joan. Joan, jo- yes. Joan. Jo- but then he said it 500 more times. Uh, so then I figured it out. Well, okay. I think the first oh. thing I want to talk about is we followed John Saxon into this feature. <laughs> yes. And he lasts... For maybe five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to say 10 because he gets a flashback. Right. He gets a flashback, but then he gets his neck snapped around <laughs> while he's on the phone. He does the Etruscan and then twist. She faints in her hotel room, which is incredible. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, the reaction for, for him getting his the neck snapped is to faint. <laughs> the Etruscan twist. What, what's with all the neck snapping? Okay. That's, that's secondary. But John Saxon. I was like, this he's gonna be the star of this movie. Clearly, he's was, got so yeah. many good credits, and then they just got rid of him. And I was like, he's gonna come back, right? And the whole movie I was waiting for him <laughs> to come back. I thought he was the motorcycle person. I thought he was gonna be at the photo shoot. I thought he was gonna just like come back in at the end, but he was just actually dead after Sadly, five Arthur, unlike Joan, is not immortal. True. Yeah. yeah. Not an reincarnated immortal yeah oh my god yeah uh, that was that was yeah our own etruscan <laughs> twist was that yes. john saxon disappears almost instantly instantly <laughs> really really fast <laughs> and it's fully i know we both i think we both went she's still dreaming right yeah she's still because <laughs> she he dies in her dream and then she gets a call she wakes up to like a phone call and then he dies in the same way on that phone call. What's with all the neck snapping? It's like what losing him all over again. I I see. I look at the 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 Etruscan twist as a. So this what was this eighty two? Yes, eighty two. So I felt like this was almost kind of in the same way that the heart to heart movies were TV movies. This felt like giallo for kids or for like it seemed really mm. tame. Like the violence was literally just people turning their heads around in a backward suit. Yeah, it's super minimal. Mm-hmm. No nudity, no sex, no nudity. Yeah, there's a very good answer for all of these things. Oh my god! Oh, good. and more. This was supposed to be a mini series. <gasps> oh, what? This got <laughs> this got cut down. I don't know how much of the mini series was shot. Okay, so I found this on a couple of horror blogs i don't know if it's true it's not on the imdb anywhere but imdb doesn't mean it's true either true but apparently it was supposed to be like a multi-episode 
series for Italian television. And the producers were like, no. And originally <laughs> cut it down to two to two movies and then eventually cut it down to one movie. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which also explains why there's like three plot arcs yes. that happen mm -hmm. and also explains why there will be like two characters interaction. They'll go, oh, no, a bad thing's happening. And then they'll go like, oh, well, that's over. Thank goodness. Cut. <laughs> cut yeah. Oh, man. Severe <laughs> cuts. Like, just like, the cuts oh, are the cuts gosh. are fantastic, though, because it's, yeah. it's every time they they ask a question. It's like, well, where do you think he went? I think he went to the library. Cut, cut to the library. To library. <laughs> like yeah. before, before the word library is even out. <laughs> I think he's at the yeah. library. <laughs> oh, that's good. I thought maybe I was just losing my mind. No. Yeah. Um, nope. Nope. That makes me so desperate to see the rest of the footage. Does it? I wonder. It does. I, yeah, I, I it am does. actually, I would watch, I would watch at least two movies. I'm curious. So if you look this movie up, Google image search, every, there's like two or three posters and they all feature giant bloody daggers. And the one knife in this entire movie <laughs> is used to cut a shipping container open and then put away immediately. And then every other death is a neck snapping, right? Basically. Yes. Or a gunshot. Or a gunshot. But it's, there's no bloody knife anywhere in the movie at all. No. Right. And like bloody hands. But that's again, I, just got to sell these movies yeah. to grindhouses. I, <laughs> I think that poster is stolen. From another Italian movie, but I can't remember which no one. No way. Is that I real? Think, I think it's stolen from a, a Fulci movie. Oh, my God. I know the music is stolen from a Fulci movie. Fabio Fritzi. <laughs> uh, like, he just reused shit from, wow. um, uh, like, City of the Living Dead, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, at one point I was all... I was like, man, this music's really good. And I looked up the connections tab on IMDb. It was like, soundtrack reused from the city. Yeah. Of the I was like, there it is. That was uh, one bro. thing that I wrote down was that the score is working. Like the score, oh my God, the score yeah. is yeah. doing all of it's the work. It's so that it needs to great. Do. <laughs> it's really good. It, but it's just reused. You said they just took it out of a different movie. Well, some of it's original for this, mm -hmm. but like the big thriller stinger moment that happens when like something scary is happening is yeah. just like taken from uh, oh, man. It's just reused. What Clearly they didn't pay. They didn't pay him <laughs> enough. And he was like, I'm going to the vault. For yeah. This. <laughs> this poster. So I just want to say this poster is a man with a scary face, holding a knife with Stonehenge with a haunted mansion in the background <laughs> and a lady's bloody hands in the foreground. None of which is featured in this it's movie. It's everything I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I must see it. I want to see that movie. But the score, and then they called it Scorpion with the Two Tails, and it's clearly called uh, this the murder at the Etruscan Cemetery, yes, or something similar to that. And the Scorpion with Two Tails thing was a little talisman that what's her name? Joan. No, Joanne. What was Joanne? Uh, Joanne. The lady she meets, the cool lady. Oh, uh, Con Contessa, Contessa Maria, who was rad. Contessa Valumna. Does she give? No, she doesn't give her the scorpion though. Joan's husband gave her the pendant with a which was a scorpion with two tails. Correct. Base, and then we never see that again. Basically, it's like well, we see it on her. We neck. see it on her neck, and that's it. And it has nothing to do. I really was looking forward to a giant scorpion with two tails that we were going to be fighting. Oh. I guess I'm not well versed in giallo enough to know that that's not going to happen. Yeah. But. <laughs> Don't you mean to say that her husband? stole it yes <laughs> and then she just looked in his diary after he was dead and went to the jewelry store and assumed it was for her yeah she was like this um, is mine <laughs> yeah well actually was... but it was because it was hers mm -hmm. from it forever yeah, ago but... mm -hmm. so did he she, yeah it? she believes it should be hers <laughs> mm -hmm. like i wrote the quote down it was like i feel like it's mine 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which I feel like every like grave robber is like. I feel like I it's feel mine. Like this is mine. Yeah. I feel like this yeah, is mine. That's true. Yeah, you're literally you just said the British Museum's uh, motto. Yep. It's on their British Museum crest. Oh, I feel like this is having mine. Feel a feeling like right now. Don't say British Museum. Um, Joan, she really like eventually she really kind of starts to figure her own shit out, right? Like at the yeah. very end, she's like. It's like they were talking to me from inside. <laughs> Every, okay. When she when okay. she picked up the uh, when she would pick up sure. the, the suckers that were left all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, everlasting gobstoppers that tell oh, yeah. her about yeah. her life. Oh Just my god! A big um, pile of Jolly Ranchers that yeah, like, exactly. really takes her on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just want to say she served some looks though. Oh, like, she, she was fabulous. Looked amazing for the most part. Yeah. That blue H to T, amazing. Yeah. Like when she gets the scorpion with two tail talisman, she's wearing a blue leather dress, jacket dress coat <laughs> thing. Trench Incredible. dress with she purple has... buttons, which I immediately thought Deanne would look fabulous in. Oh, yeah. <gasps> true. She looked great pretty much the whole time, except. I... <laughs> <laughs> There were a couple moments. I was she... obsessed with her until cont- the Contessa arrived. At, the po- at that point, I was just like, no one else exists. Yeah. Besides, she has a glitter, woman. glitter tortilla over her shoulder. <laughs> the Contessa. Yeah. Her dress, the black dress with the gold, like the inside of the sleeve was gold and then buttoned to her shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's a good guess, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Contessa is here from. 80s outer space. <laughs> she's a critter's assassin. Which I support. She's, no, she's yeah. from V. <laughs> she is. I loved 100%. her though. Another miniseries. I loved her voice. She had a Isabella Rossellini voice. That little, that good smokiness and. Mm-hmm. And I just, kept, I as soon as she showed up and the characters surrounding her. I got so excited for like an Agatha Christie style mystery because they were just amassing all these characters. And then just like how they killed John Saxon immediately, <laughs> they killed them all. Yeah. Yeah. They kill all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Like characters are introduced and you know, immediately like, I'm never going to remember this person's name. Yeah. It doesn't matter because they'll be dead soon. <laughs> it's like the John Saxon dying is like, it's like psycho. It's like Janet Lee dying. And like all of a sudden you're like, oh, our big star died. So now what? Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> Jeff kind of touched on it, but it was her father who, who John Saxon wanted money from for this di- archaeological dig. And then she's, he's just rich and they don't know why. Turns out he's rich because he's smuggling drugs out yes. of Italy through artifacts. $700 million yeah, worth Jesus of heroin Christ. in 1984 mm-hmm. money or 1982 money. Insane. Um, and then that shootout happened where I didn't understand who was who. They, we had just been introduced <laughs> to a lot of those people. They're all getting shot. I didn't know who was coming in to shoot everybody. It was like a rival gang, I guess. Who were those? They, they were, were cops. Like, Oh, those were police? I thought they were cops. I don't think so. I thought they were rival drug dealers. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I thought it was drug people because there's a a (laughs) part where they're talking about where her dad is 
shit talking her dead husband Arthur again (laughs) about how he found out about the drugs and Mm -hmm. then some other douchebags like hijacked the drugs and like he is just laying it out for us this very confusing back and forth about everybody trying to get their mitts on the 300 pounds of heroin he's like and they took it and they did something else with it and then they whatever and Joan's just like I'm going (laughs) yeah and the two guys and some of the guys that like rush in for the gunfight watch Mm -hmm. John Saxon approach our mystical flautist oh that's uh, right at the beginning and they're like Mm -hmm. and they're like he's it's time for lunch or whatever yeah Yeah. they're like let him get bitten by a snake who cares uh, i would like to i would like to quote that that gentleman uh uh, that a one get a bite from a snake (laughs) (laughs) but he don't i assume that they were working for arthur in his endless cavalcade of tomb robbers or whatever they did yeah they were the ones right? they were the ones they're like the let's have some lunch he's like i'm gonna walk off and talk to the guy with the etruscan flute yeah <laughs> yeah well that's my my favorite character was the grave robbing photographer who had his own studio and he was taking pictures of people dressed up like ancient etruscans <laughs> right and unleash then... the antioni antonio <laughs> yeah <laughs> right? When they walk into his place, release the blow up. Yes. And he's like drilling through walls to try to find the heroin that they don't want them to know about. Mm -hmm. But then they have to go ask him what happened with John Saxon. And they go to his studio slash apartment loft. Amazing. Which is almost a direct copy of uh, David Hemming's place in, in blow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Like, it almost really... identical. <laughs> but, of course, the blow-up legacy and David Hemmings, it's like, that's a strong vibe. What's that weird zombie movie where they go to the coast, that town, and it's, like, zombies? It's from the 70s, and we watched it at Cinefamily, and it's, like... Oh. Dead and Buried? Messiah of Evil. Messiah oh. of Evil. It reminded me of that weird, with swings and stuff. Yes. Like, swinger pad <laughs> sort of thing. I loved that, and I loved his whole life. I just want his life. It yeah. just seems incredible, and he's and he tells the models like, "Oh, a little bit to the right. Now get some beer. I have to yeah. talk to these people." <laughs> and he's also a grave robber. Like, yeah. it's just what are you doing? He what really, he's really just doing it all. And then he's doing the most. <laughs> but then he gets his neck snapped and and turned completely around and hung up on on the ceiling. He gets like a fancy Double, yeah. neck snapping. Did he still have the Hemmings-esque neck scarf on when he was hanging? Do you remember? <laughs> I don't I don't remember because at that point we have to look at him from behind. So yeah. right. oh, we're right. looking at the back collar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is every time that happened was the funniest thing every single time. Like it just never stopped being funny to me. That someone just put their jacket on backwards and laid on the ground. <laughs> I know what I'm going as for Halloween. Etruscan yeah. twisters. <laughs> Neck twister. <laughs> That's I'm so confused about the so the person who she thought was helping her the whole time was twisting necks around. Yes. But also her yes. ancient bodyguard, because she's an immortal Etruscan queen, is also twisting necks around. And that's just a coincidence. Well, the ancient the ancient the flute hands? player guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, no, no. When, when the smoke out comes the... out and you see the like big the big old the meaty mitts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Whoever comes out of the um sulfur gas. Yeah. The, well, you don't see his face ever. But he twists necks around. He twisted John Saxon's neck around, I guess, right? No. I'm I believe that it was Paolo who twisted John Saxon's neck around. So 
is that an Etruscan thing? Because I really I tried to Google it and it nothing came up for twisting necks around. Pretty what? sure they just made that up for the movie because <laughs> it was a yeah. cheap effect that they could do. It's like, it's so <laughs> they could just have people go, ah, yeah, ah. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> when they killed Heather that way, uh, Heather, oh, yes. who was the, the motorcyclist, American Southern woman who shows up, mm-hmm. yeah, um, she shows up. She puts on an all black motorcycle outfit mm-hmm. and a white motorcycle helmet. Perfect look. Mm-hmm. And she uses uh, a gun a classic. that looks like a fishing rod. Her gun looked like <laughs> Aladdin's lamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the widest bowl of gun I have ever seen in my life. Very strange. I, I kept thinking, is that going to shoot a dart? Is it going to? Well, I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, anyway. She gets hers at the uh, Etruscan tomb near the pit, the sulfur pit. But when she gets her, her <sighs> head twisted around, she makes the best noise. She has the she wins best uh, yeah. best Etruscan twist for me. <laughs> I, mean, I love the Etruscan twist. Joe, I keep waiting for you to say the double Etruscan twist. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. Double twist. Um, but I'm freaked out by that kind of neck breaking, even though I've seen countless uh, movies where it happens and it's kind of like, yes, it's tidy for sure. And it, you know, it's not (laughs) spurting, it's not gaping, it's not chunky, you know, it's none of those things. Squelchy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but it, it, like I have a flinch with it. Yeah. I really have a flinch with it. It's horrible. And so I was flinching out during this movie, even though I was just kind of like ready. But then there were a lot of moments where I'm like, like about to flinch. And then it was just kind of like, oh, I guess she's just putting her hands all over somebody's (laughs) face. I feel like that happened a lot. Like that and all of those probably non-union maggots were like the two things where I was like, "Mm," like I kind of love the maggots, but the hands, right? Am I like, weren't there just a lot of moments where I'm gesturing wildly, even though no one listening, you guys can see me though. Um, (laughs) Like just a lot of this one. Yes. Lots of fingers on faces. Lots of like, I'm Joanne, but I'm Auburn haired right now. It's me. And I've got my hands on my face and oh, and then just like nothing. I don't know. Yeah. And I felt exploited. (laughs) From her first vision of, I assume, as a flashback of her previous life as the queen of Etruscany. (laughs) Are you getting a wine cooler? And we're back. And we have our wine coolers, our Etruscan wine coolers, (laughs) our our Etruscan twists, which is like a good drink to make. (gasps) That's a good drink. Um, Keith, get Keith Keith, on this. If it's not from Etruscany, it's just sparkling zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Etruscany. sparkling zombie oh man (laughs) but she has this flashback of some kind of ritual happening but we don't really ever fully understand what it is it seems like a sac a sacrifice or like a mating ritual because it was like a a young guy and a young girl but then they just snap their necks yes (laughs) immediately (laughs) yeah and there's just so much neck snapping happening is it like a mating ritual or is it just sexy People murder. Sexy neck snaps. I don't know. See, this is why we need the series. How come only the one guy had had eyeshadow? <laughs> I thought that was disappointing. Like at the beginning, yeah. there's the shimmery Etruscan yes. 
person and it's like, yay, is everybody shimmery? No, <laughs> he's the only one that's shimmery. She sees him in an, in a vision too when they uh, approach when, yeah, when they approach the, the cave again when the mo- there's two models just taking being photographed <laughs> near a cave. Just like doing crotch squats <laughs> like in for a, uh, for a Pepsi nice, ad. very 1982 shorts. Yeah. Crystal yeah. Pepsi. I loved them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that want, was great. I want those pictures. And the one just comes tearing over the hill and like, ah, there's a dead man over there. <laughs> yeah. I was glad she got a line. Yeah, yeah. she yeah, deserved one. Good. Yeah. She did great. She really got she a really sad card. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like the maggots. The maggots yeah. and not. <laughs> the maggots didn't make much sense. There was a shot close up on an eyeball with maggots fully like on top of someone's eyeball. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if that was a wax sculpture, but it that was it was super real. It should because it was the mask that dude uh, oh. used to fake out. <laughs> okay. Everybody mm. by hiding. So lifelike. In... <laughs> so yeah. lifelike. Really lifelike. <laughs> and like. No one went harder on the real maggots than the Italians in the like seventies. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Like, oh yeah. They all are gento and fulci and <laughs> <laughs> I just showed him a picture of the mask that the, yeah. the killer fakes everyone out by putting a mask of his own face that he has a photo real looking I mean not photo real because it looks completely fake. But he puts a mask of his own face on backwards to Oh trick no, it's everybody. not Paolo, it's Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike, so not Paolo the murderer. Comes out. Paolo's the murderer. Yeah. So Mike comes out and he's like, pulls off the fake Mike mask. It's incredible. He's like, he's like, I didn't get twisted. And he pulls the scuba. Scuba thing yeah. out. Of he climbs scuba. up out of the sulfur pit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of the sulfur pit. Really slowly. Yeah. Even though Joan imagine. is being murdered. With a backwards Yeah, which head. you can imagine he's been down there with the behemoth, like, <laughs> mitt hands. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, so, like, just, like, playing patty cake. But... That only opens more questions in my mind. If it was the murderer who pretended to be neck snapped, that would make a lot more sense. But so was Mike wearing a mask when the murderer came up and neck snapped him, but he the murderer just pulled the mask around? No, the he wasn't neck snapped. He didn't Etruscan twist okay. because they find his body in the crate. Right, yeah. When we they all are like, let's him. go. Okay. And they all go and mm-hmm. they're like, She's like the crate. It was. It's gone. And then it's like it's here. And then Mike right. and his mask are fake Etruscan twisted in the bottom of. The and crate. the murderer never saw that. Paolo. Paolo. Because yeah, surely he would have been like. He does it to kind of flush out Paolo. Yeah. Oh, right. But surely Paolo would have seen that and been like, oh, "Wait, I didn't neck snap that guy. <laughs> he didn't get the." Etruscan but he also twist. didn't neck snap the motorcycle lady. Yeah. That was that was Mitt. Oh, that was Mitt's. <laughs> Mitt Romney. Mitt's. <laughs> Mitt's. <laughs> Mitt Etruski. Etruski. Yeah. Mittens. <laughs> okay. It's all coming together. I know. It's now wow. it's this movie is amazing. It's so deep. <laughs> I am enjoying it more the more that we talk about it. <laughs> I had a blast Classic. watching this. I really, really enjoyed it. Because I I as a Giallo fan, one of my favorite elements of Giallo is happens to be the mystery elements. <laughs> And they always have every single one of them, like most mysteries, but everyone has something written down that someone finds and leads them to whatever clue will solve the murder or whatever the situation is. In this situation, Joan, when she arrives in Italy at that fucking fabulous place, she finds Arthur's diary, which has has marked there were 12. Mm -hmm. To which Joan then says, 12 what? What twelve? 
Twelve what? <laughs> well, <laughs> what's funny is the guy. So she's with Mike in that room when she discovers that, and then yeah. he fully tries to change the subject, yeah. and she <laughs> looks at him blankly, and then says, "Twelve what? Twelve what?" He's like, "Do you want to get dinner later?" And she's like, "Twelve what?" I, I will. <laughs> I'm going to record that scene and put it up on the Instagram because I. <laughs> I was I was wheezing with laughter. (laughs) So good, so good. We were cracking up. (laughs) But yeah, that's when we find out that there that there were the shipments. There were twelve crates shipped to the U.S. from wherever they were in Italy. Do we know Uh, Etrusca, Tuscany? I'm just gearing up to talk about why they're shipping the crates and the scene that had me uh, wheezing, which is when. <laughs> so the setup is that there's an exhibition and yep. um, in that opening scene where Mike is getting all, I mean, he's just straight up harassing her. It's so creepy, right? Yes. He's, he's like, oh, yeah. I certainly wouldn't talk Etruscan to you at night. And it's like, what does that even mean? Like what's <laughs> happening? Like her, her husband, I, I don't know. I struggle with that. But so she's talking about, oh, the exhibition, like major eye roll and just like, yuck, I'm so over the exhibition. So I had a feeling that they were doing an exhibition mm. of Etruscan. Uh, it looked like <laughs> just a lot of vases, vases. right? Yeah, vases. So yeah. 12 crates of vases. But to me, obviously, the most incredible scene is when the cigar smoking gang like cartoon gangstery guy rolls up with his bodyguards which is like two magnum pis and then the guy like (laughs) with the switchblade and just like cuts open like super dramatically the crate Mm -hmm. and then they just like go apeshit on the crate it's really one of like (laughs) the foam going everywhere oh my god it was exhilarating to me and i know i shouldn't say that (laughs) i I was just like (laughs) like i feel like i was both (laughs) laughing and like kind of like low-key slobbering a little bit like it just like was just triggering 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 i don't even know even now i'm getting all hot oh (laughs) yeah talking about it 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 was so incredibly funny to me. So it's when he's he's like, oh, there's a mark on the crate. And so there are the crates. There are only 11, right? They're looking and they pop it open and then they just go ham on the crate full of vases and the heroin's not there. And then the guy's like, you have two weeks or you're dead. And he, Van Johnson is the actor playing whatever dr mulligan or mr mulligan jones, jones dad. smuggler yes. yeah. dad. dad mr heroin <laughs> yeah <laughs> drug like not very good at it uh-huh. wannabe drug kingpin i guess he's just like the whatever you he's the middleman right but I so do like it when the, the guys are like yeah somebody pulled one over on you or like yeah. mulligan <laughs> yeah <laughs> mulligan yeah but so there's just a much much too long thank God, scene where he just <laughs> rips into the crates and it's just like shot after shot of the orange crowbar like clanging on the floor yeah. because you're so frantic to find the heroin like clang and then the, <laughs> the wire cutters and all the stuff. And then I realized like I'm just like I watched it over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Wow. And then I was just really moved by Van Johnson's moment when he like he's exhausted he's opened all 11 crates there's no heroin Mm -hmm. and he just collapses exhausted um against the wall clutching one of the craters one of the vases and he's in tears 
Oh yeah. Cue Etruscan question mark flute sounds. Yeah. Etruscan flute sounds. <laughs> then off he goes to Italy because he has two weeks to live. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, he just fully tells his daughter that he's a drug smuggler. And this He's like, deal with it. So yeah. they deal with it. they sort of take her hostage, I guess. The the ring of people in Italy. Yeah. And they are they she's like, What are we doing? Like it's not really they're not like threatening her. They're just like, Your dad's gotta get here and we have to talk to him. And then she finds finds out that he's a drug smuggler. And then she goes off on this tirade. So Contessa is the like, she's kind of she's cool, she's calculated, she's like, you know, dangerous seeming. Mm-hmm. And Joan goes off on this whole thing about how you know, it's like my dad's a drug smuggler. She f- finds that out, and like, what are you guys? You're all up to no good, and whatever. She goes off on this whole thing where it's like accusatory, majorly accusatory, and you expect Contessa to be like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like, whatever <laughs> you, you say, anything, and we'll kill you. Like in any other movie, it would be that. But what Contessa says after she says all this accusatory shit is, she says, "Why do you say those things?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I, it's just like endeared her more to my heart. Yeah. Like, Oh, you're just, that's so cute. And like, you just like are curious about why Joan's freaking out. And you're not like threatening. You're not trying to, you're not gonna be like, if you don't give us the heroin, we're gonna kill you and your dad. You're just like, why do you say those things? Yeah. Like, what are you, what's She's your concerned. motive? Yeah. She's... I just really love that Is moment. everything okay with you? Yeah. And one of the things she says, Joan is like, I'd like to believe you, dad, but like, basically, I just found out you're a drug smuggler. And so I'm having a hard time believing you. Right. It's kind of like one of the few times when Joan's reactions seem normal to me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Her acting was, it's something Mm. something to behold. Oh, my God. If I could just be an actor who... Just does scenes like her in that cave when the light goes out, where yes. there's it's fully mm-hmm. lit up, so the mm-hmm. viewer can see everything, but she's <laughs> acting like it's pitch black, and she's just screaming and running around with her hands in front of her and almost falling down sulfur pits and getting wrapped up in cobwebs for like a really long time. Very long time. Just to the the giallo music that was really great. Yes. But it was just her kind of freaking out in a melo- major melodramatic way. And I was just like, that looks like so much fun to do. Yeah. I just love that whole section. Well, if you were a beautiful woman in 1982, I was. That could have been you. It really was. Are you immortal, Tim? I'm an, I'm an Etruscan. <laughs> Watch out. Are you the grantor of gifts? <laughs> oh, why is Eric's head on backwards gifts. all of a sudden? Oh, God. Oof, oof, the twist. <laughs> Joe's 23 and me comes back 100% Etruscan. Etruscan. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's going to come back 100% maggots. Um, Maggotry. Maggotry, the maggotry. So at one point, when they first go up to the cave and the guy's having the sexy photo shoot and and Heather's just kind of looking cool, in that scene she's wearing like a black turtleneck with like a tiger tooth necklace or something like it's a really great look it's kind of like shades Mm of (laughs) symphony's army patty Um, it's just which is the look i love but Uh there is a fortune teller and that is such a weird scene Mm -hmm. that i super loved but so this young woman is she's kind like she says to 
uh, Mike Hansey, like, oh, like he gives her money and she's like, oh, I see, you know, I have great hopes for you or whatever. Like she's just, you know, keeping it positive. And then she takes Joan's hand and Joan immediately just says, thank you. I don't believe in that. (laughs) (laughs) And And then this fortune teller reads her to Phil. Yeah, kind of. I have been paid more than enough already. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Is that the first time that we hear her referred to as grantor of gifts, or is this after she's already had the dream where she hangs out with the old flautist by the pool? (laughs) Oh, no. I think that was before. Spectral nightgown? I think it's before. Was that a dream? The flautist by the pool in her nightgown? The flautist is not a living character, right? Oh, really? No, he dies. Both. Yeah, he gets shot, doesn't he? He I think he's a living person that can also come to you in a dream. Yeah. He's like one of her. He's in the the mural that they find. He's the guy with the beard and the (laughs) double flute, obviously. So like it's like one of her people one of one of the immortal Etruscans, right? So does he get twisted or does he get she finds him dead? He gets shot in the shootout. Yeah. And then she finds him dead. I do love that at the end of the shootout, she basically calls upon the powers to boulder kill everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that hasn't been shot yet gets (laughs) boulder killed because she like calls upon the power. She starts doing these like. She calls upon the Jolly Ranchers to do it. Yeah. (laughs) These chanty lines. One of the only one I caught was Sons of the Hot Balls of the Earth. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And she calls against them. She calls them like transgressors. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I prefer the fathers of the hot balls of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I think you do too. I obviously do as well. <laughs> the way she did that reminded me of Poltergeist and I liked it. Um, I, I think it, I think a line that she says to the double flautist guy when they're first in the cavern is she says like, what was that sound? And he says, it's the breathing of Charum. Oh, and yeah. She just, She's unfazed. She doesn't ask, what's that? What's true? <laughs> She's like, all right. What, what is the thing you just it's said? Because it, It's like they were talking to me from inside. Thank you. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. That's when I started getting interested again, because I thought it was going to be a giant scorpion with two tails breathing. <laughs> they were going to have to do, oh, do battle. But... I really wish I would have told you that there wasn't going to be a scorpion I with know. two tails in this movie. <laughs> I know. I wish I had known. Yeah, we're sadly we're not doing an Etruscan heroin uh, scam on Monster Island. Yeah, like this isn't a directed by Harryhausen situation, which <laughs> would actually I, I would pay that would be cool. great. way more money than I paid to watch this uh, to see it directed by Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. After like the third or sixteenth neck twist, I decided that. <laughs> When the credits roll, it should be a freeze frame and it should be the song, let's do the twist. <laughs> almost a rewrite. Almost. Almost. almost a rewrite. Almost. On the cusp. On the cusp. <laughs> Can we talk about the one great power, the cosmic yes. egg, the anti-universe, the, the white, white hole? hole. The white hole. Yeah. The white hole. Yes. The white hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, is hole. anyone a physicist? <laughs> I am. Other than other than that <laughs> <Great>. actress, yeah. 
I have questions. Well, I mean, when when they need the gravity and the anti gravity, the matter and the antimatter. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh... It got a little like Lovecrafty, which I do like that vibe. So I kind of enjoyed the the thing, but it just kind of went nowhere a little bit. It glows and pushes the air away from it, so you can never touch it. Yeah, she she's really warns him against touching it, and yeah, he continues like, to touch, touch it. Don't touch it, Paolo. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. it, or you will. Yeah. And then he just gets kind of pushed away, and it's like. Yeah, but when when he goes towards it, he's like, "It's like a diamond, but if it had a thousand colors, oh yeah, color, <laughs> color." I was like, "Oh, colors!" Yeah. I sound like I'm just mocking the shit over that tragically dead actor. I'm sorry, oh, but God. I just found it. Yeah. hypnotic she but says when... she has a line in that scene that i actually like it, I, <laughs> I missed like the next couple of things in her diatribe because i was stuck thinking of her saying uh the light means nothing the the, to the, blind. the blind the blind don't understand the light it's it's a waste to show it to them after he asks where the oh, treasure is yeah. and i was like that's some right. fucking deep shit right there i love that sergio martino motherfucker yeah. like <laughs> i like that after they find it, Paolo kind of like shows his hand because he's just like, you found it. Now tell me where the treasure is. That's, yeah. And then she just says, yeah. You're, you killed all of them. And he says, yes, I did. <laughs> there was no finesse so whatsoever to that conclusion. <laughs> that was yeah. obviously after the producer said, we're not going to do a series. <laughs> Sergio was like, well, fuck. All right. Put the mask on his head backwards. We're just gonna wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> I really wonder where the where the miniseries was going and what would have happened. Like, would he become a giant scorpion when he touched it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like season three of Deadwood, where they're like, "Oh, we gotta finish this now. <laughs> yeah, we have to now. finish this right, right now. Put on the gas, everybody." Yeah, like Game or the last the last two episodes of Dollhouse for anyone that ever sat through Dollhouse, <laughs> which is one of the most Etruscan twisty whiplash transitions you've ever seen in a in a series. Are these Giallo TV series? I've never seen them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do like that one of the um tools that they use to open the weird uh smoky sulfur portal is the black prism of King Lido. <laughs> which is just like a big leather pouch yes full of i think more candy that you yeah. can you can buy those at pier one okay yeah. those <laughs> the black prism of just a black leather leather <laughs> does trapezoid. it come with the candies those are of extra life, those are quite obviously extra but you can customize <laughs> yeah uh. so weird i sort of want one i it didn't read to my eyes as leather. I was like, oh, it looks like maybe like a mid-semester ceramics like slab building <laughs> yeah. project. Like it just kind it of had like it's totally. like it's kind of like sense. geometric. It's but like, I loved it no matter what it was made of. Yeah. I'm a fan. And uh, Andrucci, that's the photographer's name, yes. he just took it. Uh, when oh, right. He... And then starts choking. Or did he pretend to choke? I don't know. I don't really that understand. That was a question I had. And then that model I thought is very, that was like, like a Raiders of the Ark style, like, you know, mm -hmm. can't, can't touch the artifact. Can't stuff it in your backpack. Or you can. So, okay. Looking at this from a writer's point of view. <laughs> we we, we have arrived, everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome like, to Joe's rewrite corner. It's not rewrite. <laughs> I don't even and... have a rewrite other than a giant scorpion monster for sure coming <laughs> out of that sulfur pit. 
So Joan is a rein, a reincarnated or immortal spirit of an Etruscan queen or lord or whatever. Sure. And then there's a murderer just twisting necks around to to do what? Not not really sure. But there's also her bodyguard guy twisting necks around to keep people from getting into the antechamber, like the this white hole whatever she calls that thing <laughs> yes <laughs> he's basically trying to keep people from getting to that thing yes so she just coincidentally is married to the man who finds that chamber i guess yeah so that's a coincidence coincidentally there's nope. also they were attracted to each other because <laughs> he was attracted to etruscan history exactly okay i i will accept that that as works. rational <laughs> Oh, but, the writer has accepted your <laughs> offering. <laughs> yes. Thank you for accepting my I notes. Accept I'm sorry note. to break your 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 stream. But then <laughs> there's I'm confused about who, the murderer who when they when they introduce this character, the music that's playing is like everything's okay now music. Yes. It's really <laughs> over the top. We're all fine. Everything's safe. I'm I thought fine. the movie was ending. Me I, too. I was, was like, really... "Oh, we're wrapping up." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, he was also just searching for that same thing. He wants the treasure, yes. Twisting the, the necks around treasure. at random. Like, why was he twisting necks? I think this, if this story was expanded, as, as it sounds like it may have wanted to be, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, one, I think that they were trying to set up her as being a suspect for the person who's twisting all these necks around. Right. Because she's having the visions. In one of her visions, there are two of her. She's trying to twist her own neck around. Right. She actually sees herself twisting John Saxon's neck around she in one vision. She keeps trying to axe the other version of she's herself. She's trying to, yes. Uh-huh. And she's, oh no, filled with maggots, of course. Mm-hmm. Etruscan maggotry. Mm-hmm. Oops, uh, all maggots. Oops, ver- <laughs> all maggots again. <laughs> the version of herself with natural hair color. <laughs> <laughs> that looks, the painting that looks so much like Joan Jett. It made me crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just feel so... like there were a lot of things I can... I can see my mind is like creep filling in a lot of blanks for yeah, this okay. this movie. Right. <laughs> of like there would have been a string of murders done in the Etruscan style. Of neck twisting. Yes. Okay. Etruscan tw- there would have been so, a rash of Etru- Etruscan twists. So she would have she would have blamed herself because she would have been like, I'm an Etruscan queen who's causing this bodyguard to kill people is what she's sort of supposed to be thinking and feeling guilty about. Like, did she kill her husband? Because now she's this Etruscan queen who can command this bodyguard to kill people in her dreams maybe but maybe it's but it's lying. really not um, her doing it it's <laughs> it's paolo doing it exactly because he's he's that's, killing people who are connected to the tomb where he wants to steal a massive treasure anybody who gets close to it yes he just twists their neck around yes <sighs> okay all right it's a scooby-doo thing yeah 100 scooby-doo yeah uh her father basically says so he's like oh they're just creating some theatrics to oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's you have to scare people away from your heroin operation slash right maybe treasures oh yes treasures speaking of where is the heroin now oh, that's a good question because it's they find the heroin, they drill through that hole after she causes it to collapse. They drill through, they find the heroin, they leave, they come back and it's a dead body. It's they come back and it's empty. It's empty. Then, then they, they leave. They <laughs> came and went from this tomb so much during. Then they this go movie. see Andrucci, right? Yeah, yeah. Andrucci mm-hmm. is taking not taking photos but posing people. Right. He he 
finished all his wine, so he goes down to get some. <laughs> then Paolo disappears while Homegirl has another vision. She goes downstairs. One of the models is pissed mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. Andrucci left. They go and find Andrucci hanging up, and then they go back to the tomb where they find the body of Mike. Correct? Is with, that the with sequence? the police, and they find Mike. So. I thought. I think you're right. Because it's from my recollection, they go, they find his body, and then they just stay in there for the rest of the time. And then she grabs, because then she has the sat, the world market satchel of, yes. of <laughs> jawbreakers, and I'm she sorry, can the go black prism, the black please. prism of, of white hole. That's it's in the cost plus catalog under black prism. Then she fully has her white hole because that's when she does that. She does the grab where she stretches all of her fingers out, fully extended yes. to grab that. From him, yes, just she's like, like she's gonna Etruscan twist it. Yeah, right. She grabs it like yeah. a claw machine. Just, just warming up. Yeah, and that's when the photographer like eats one of the Jolly Ranchers and dies. At that point, does he eat one? Well, I don't think he eats no, it, no, but no. he like <laughs> he takes it. He possesses it. Yeah. So like, okay, well, okay. I don't know. I mean, it's really, so if we asking questions foggy, is is like a apart. mistake, because, right? <laughs> because they see the because they see the Jolly Ranchers in his apartment, and they're like, yeah. "Where did you get these?" Right, right. And he says, "From the tomb." Yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's and when then we get the flashback to John, and then we get Saxon the flashback from, of like John Saxon with all the like his super sketchy crew, where he's like, "Don't touch anything," and he's like, right. and turns around, and he's like, "I said, don't touch anything," and then he acts like he's choking everything. Yeah. And he puts a cigarette out in like some ancient. Oh yeah, Andrucci. Mm-hmm. That's how they find Andrucci. But Andrucci's like kleptora, backpack, backpack, yeah. right? Backpack, mm-hmm. backpack. Yeah, he does. And then he pretends to choke, and is like, "I gotta go." And I'm gonna go home and just like have this thing as a paperweight in my on my dining yeah. table. It's yeah, like next to his Confederate flag. Oh God. But yeah. Anyways, okay. I, I've blown through my notes. I have nothing left to say about this so, movie. So, <laughs> in that case, it's time for oh, Pick Your Folk. <laughs> Am uh, I up first? Uh, Corey's up first because we made guest. you do the Minute Max first. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, okay, I'll do a tie between um, Joan and. Um, Mr. Mitt's patty cake. Because <laughs> you don't that? actually see them. You just oh. see just a pair of hands <laughs> coming Mr. at Mitz. you. And I'm like, sure. Mitt's patty cake is my favorite name of a character ever. <laughs> Mr. Patty Cake. Hi, I'm Mitt's patty cake. Mitz. Hello. Mitt's Look patty out. cake. Table for two. <laughs> the Etruscan patty cake. Etruscan bodyguard. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not the Contessa. No. Interesting. No. Though she is she's in a spaghetti western that's been on my to-do list forever. Yes, uh, Mar- Mary Lou Tolo uh, is her name. Yeah. Ooh, called mm. uh Django If You Live, shoot. I <gasps> which is a great name. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay. Pokes. My first one is <laughs> <laughs> first uh, was that one got to get a bite from a snake. <laughs> grave robber guy. Yeah. Handsome grave robber. <laughs> Secondly, John Saxon. Handsome. Thirdly, Andrucci, because I just want to live his life. <laughs> I just think his life is probably great. He had one of those wicker wine bottles on his table. He was like directing models while grave robbing. Finally, the, my, oh my actual <laughs> my actual poke is 
what's his name? The villain, the main, main Paolo. villain. Yeah, very handsome with his glasses and that comforting music when when he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Lulled me. Into... When he showed up and touched Joan's face, which yeah. was super creepy. I put my guard down. Ellen? Is it the crates? It's the crates. <laughs> <laughs> the maggots. The maggots. Um, <laughs> it's maybe like a... Oh, gosh. Why is pick your poke always so hard for me? Um, it's probably Jones fur coat with the tails on the shoulder. Oh, um, that coat was. I I think I I made a, an audible grunt when that when that coat went on oh, screen. Oh man, <laughs> she's got show? two. She's wearing two fur coats, right? Or Heather's wearing a fur coat. There's another fur coat, but. Her coat's uh, good. I like the Contessa because who doesn't like the Contessa? She's so cool. She's pretty great. But um, I mean, John Saxon. I feel like he's like just a forever poke, right? He's just a perma poke. Yeah. yeah Wherever poke. he is, whatever he does, yes. <laughs> but Paolo, Paolo, I like Paolo. Paolo, sure. Yeah. Since uh, we're all just like it's so many pokes, I'm mm-hmm. just I'm the whole I'm thing. We a team player today. It was hard for me to choose uh, because I had the similar journey that Joe did, minus Andrucci. Um, But yeah, it was the the goon, the goon who said that that a one get a bite from a snake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was really really attractive. I I of course spent some time trying to find him, and I I think I did. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, delicious. And then it ended up it ended up being Paolo. Like Paolo was just really pleasant to look at, and I liked his voice. Yeah. Oh, I did do a who's that at the sunglasses mustache goon yes. in the in the crate scene. Yes. The, <laughs> the one with the sunglasses, because I was like, that's oh, a yeah. look. He, I was like, I'm in I like that. But two of them. Both of them were really yes, like both of them. Like, sunglasses. I want their album. Like their yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They have a really stonery record that's, mm-hmm. that's yes. obviously our favorite. Got some session great. players that are burning it up. <laughs> yes, like the, those are like the double magnums. Yes, the, the classic like blow dried helmet mm-hmm. of hair times two. The love an Italian goon. That whole scene also, I just I just remembered the note I had for that was the jazz drums that they were playing for that, which was oh, like yeah. uh, Birdman. Uh, what's that director's name? Inuratu. Inuratu style yeah. scene. That scene. It's yeah. just amazing. It's really, really good. The footage of the city of for me, it the was, skyline of New York. Yeah, it was that scene, and it was the scene where she's trying to escape the cave in the dark, where I was just like, "This is incredible!" <laughs> <laughs> and like the music, uh, yeah, the music was so good. Oh, it was when Mike rose up out of the hole in the ground <laughs> <laughs> with his head on backwards, and I thought. Yay, zombies, like twisted head zombies. Like they were all going to come out of the hole and attack Paolo for, yeah. for being mm-hmm. bad and fucking with their queen. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was so much more satisfied that it was just Mike with a scuba breather in his yeah, mouth and a, and a mask that he had made at some point. That and the then, not an Etruscan twist is the biggest Etruscan <laughs> twist of them all. That yeah. I would dare say is an Etruscan the double, double twist. twist. Yeah. There we go. And then he's like, "What do they? Uh, you don't know what sulfur does to guns. That what's and the that? gun doesn't fire. <laughs> and then they still fight over the gun just to hit each other in the head with it. Yes, yeah, which was pretty great. I, but, but then Mitzi von Crucio or whatever uh, <laughs> shows up and. <laughs> 
Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff Ciccarelli, who did our Minute Max, is his poke is John Saxon, which I was actually surprised about. That is surprising to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Perma poke. My John last Saxon. note for the whole thing was when they're so Joan and Mike are yes. in the t- are in traffic, New York City traffic. <laughs> At the end right, of the they're movie. on the Long Island Expressway yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah, Inexplic- inexplicably, because there's just like there's no more sets. Or, or <laughs> like, where would you be? We don't. We got to finish this up. We just like <laughs> wrap it up. And they're talking, and he says, "Maybe you're a witch." And she says, "I never know if you're joking or not." And then he says, "That's why you're in love with me." And I was like, <sighs> "What?" <laughs> yeah, and then it's marry me, and then they have a really awkward yeah. kiss, and then it's like. They were romantic at all the entire movie? Well, now that her husband's dead. Yeah. That's quick. for a week. Yeah, it's like a week. <laughs> and his neck was twisted all the way around. That's especially yeah. horrifying thing to get over. My only other notes that I didn't really want to get into <laughs> too heavily. Um, this movie I I feel just from reading the credits is a bit cursed. Everybody in this movie died like right after this movie was made. Oh, oh no, really? Well, except for uh, Joan, who died uh, by suicide in 2000 when she was 40 years old. Oh, Jesus. Mm, uh, which is such a shitty, Sorry. shitty bummer. Yeah. Paolo and John Saxon were working on a film together. Yes. Mm. It was a non-union production, and they went to Arizona. Is that right? And so. a helicopter crash killed him killed paolo yeah mm-hmm. a oh. year or two years after this maybe yeah Jesus. it was in 1984 or and when was the uh helicopter uh, oh the, the twilight, twilight zone? zone yeah Joe like john, john landis, landis thing i feel like it's around the time of the, i feel like it's a, around like 1980 yeah the vic morrow thing vic morrow yeah, yeah. fuck man and those john kids landis. 83 and Shit, it so. really brings me back yeah. to um, the pod doesn't like helicopters. We don't like helicopters. We don't. We yeah. absolutely don't. No, stay do stay away from them. We don't like helicopters. Yeah, Especially if you're an it. actor. Yeah. Is it the curse of the Lucomon? <laughs> Is it Mitzi's? Is it the Etruscan twist? The twisting blades? Do we recommend this movie? What, what's, our, what's our ratings? I'm gonna. I'm doing ratings still. But okay. No one else seems to be. I'll I'll rate. But I'm I'll, doing I'll them do at a, a ten. A kind of rating. I'm not going to keep track of them though. <laughs> Corey, I'm not doing that. If you had to, I mean, if you want to, we we sort of we were doing five hearts mm-hmm. when we were doing mm-hmm. heart to heart, but now I kind of want ten <laughs> to go to like <laughs> fully rate things. But you can also just be like, do you recommend or do you not recommend? I would I would recommend this if you've seen twenty Giallo movies, <laughs> yeah. which I have not. <laughs> And, and and at that point, it'd be like, you know what you're in for. You've had some really good ones. You've probably had some like kind of mediocre ones. Like I said, like having talked about it with you guys, like I am just thinking about the stuff that I enjoyed about it and how mm-hmm. I really am curious of what an extended version of this would look like. Or just maybe not an extended version, but just a, a version that was maybe edited down with a bit more care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will also say Sergio Martino's got at least five Giallo films that are better than this. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe watch those first. Watch right. All the Colors of the Dark. Watch Strange Vice of Miss mm, Ward. Please. Watch the key. Your, Vice, your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. Watch those. Mm. Even watch uh, Torso is very, very skeezy, but some people really like it. <laughs> okay. 
not necessarily my cup of tea. It's it kind of really walks the line. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Sergio Martino, a, a very good director, and you can sometimes see it in this. This being my like fourth or fifth Giallo movie, I did have a lot of fun. And I will say I, I do recommend it. And it's like it's like seven out of ten. There's problems, obviously, that we talked about, uh, but it was still so fun. The music was great. The tone and vibe and energy, amazing. Just the weirdness of it. Uh, and if you, yeah, if you know enough about Giallo to not expect a giant scorpion <laughs> monster, <laughs> definitely watch this movie. <laughs> and don't expect any bloody knives to murder people. But yeah, I definitely would recommend this. It's so fun and weird. And the Etruscan thing is just a bizarre thing to center a movie on. Nice. So recommended. Um, I also recommend it um, because I think it's, it was just fun. I just really enjoyed watching it. And it, you know, gave me almost all the feelings that the Giallo films that I really love, like wholeheartedly gave me. And so I have to, I, Maybe I just feel like sort of a, a just a little affection for this because it isn't quite there, but I thought it was kind of endearing. There was something about it. And the little uh, glimpses of Martino's really amazing work are it's rife with them. Like, I feel like it's just redolent with, you know, from the music to the shots to, you know, the uh, it's just the, the use of color, the it's just, mm-hmm. you know, and the mystery. It, I Yeah. I would love to see this as a mini series. Yes. I mean, maybe not like <laughs> six hours of mini series, but maybe like three forty-five minute yeah. things. I think so. I I think that would bring me uh, joy. But um, in particular, I love the use of the music in the film, and I feel yes. like that's where it really shines. And of course, I feel like that scene of Van Johnson ripping through those crates is a gift that I will carry with me, much like the Jolly Ranchers, for the rest of my life. I will eternally love that scene. And I've just been holding off, you know, these 48 hours. I'm a million percent going to send that to every single one of my museum collections colleagues far and wide, because that is a gift. Amazing. I also believe that um, maybe Mike uh, took the heroin because he's a cop. That's right. I think you're yep. right there. Yeah, the police got the heroin. So he was he always a cop? Wasn't he a scientist? <laughs> he was undercover. undercover. As a she scientist? Says, <laughs> she says, you should have told me you were with the na- narcotics bureau. It's oh, like, yeah. ugh. Would uh, that make it any less yuck? Yeah, yeah. just extra gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend this as well. Uh, I, <laughs> I, do, I do have the similar caveat that Corey has, which is watch a better giallo first, um, just so you know what it's supposed to look like. (laughs) Um, But this movie ticks all the boxes of like cozy horror movie for me. Like it's, (laughs) it's gauzy as hell. It is, uh, it's, it's shot on 60 millimeter, then blown up to 35 millimeter Mm -hmm. for release, which I, I love that look. Mm. The interiors are gorgeous. I love oh movies God. about rich Italians, I in particularly in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Their interiors are bananas, and they deserve to be photographed 
by everyone and everyone deserves to walk around them in my opinion uh so yeah great clothes great hair the deaths are hilarious mm-hmm. it's scooby-doo meets v like it's it's like family friendly <laughs> giallo yeah so it's like you can watch it with your kids. Like I d- there's nothing in it that I would find objectionable. There's no. I don't know the twist. I don't know. Like children, we got you Giallo for Easter. <laughs> yeah, Giallo for kids. Kids, it's Scorpion with two tails, man. It's Giallo Bop. And then there's always going to be one kid that's like, "There's no Scorpion." Yes. Yeah. There's no Scorpion. That okay. That is my one rewrite. Just call it "Murder in the Etruscan Tomb" in English. Don't call it Scorpion with two tails because no, that had nothing to do with the plot. The the Giallo title scheme is usually just more mysterious and kind of esoteric than the material is. Mm. It's just supposed to make your mind kind of go, kind of wander and wonder what it is. What it is, right. Like you don't, you <laughs> never it did, take. And it still is. <laughs> you never take the Scorpion seriously. Just like like four flies on gray velvet. Right. Is I, mm-hmm. Where were them flies? Like <laughs> I saw no velvet. No flies. Yeah, but uh, sometimes it's like so direct. Blood and black lace. Yep. There or it is. the bird yeah. with the crystal plumage. Right. Yeah. What's the American one? The golden bir- golden bird <laughs> bird statue. What am I thinking of? I don't know. The golden bird statue. Yeah. What is that movie? It's an American movie. It's a mystery. The Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that I one. like that we all got there at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which had nothing to do with malt. Chocolate malt <laughs> with, or a falcon. <laughs> that was one of my pandemic cocktails. Was uh, the Malty Falcon? The Malty one. <laughs> Malty Falcon. It's amaro and hot cho- and Ovaltine. Ooh, yum! Because I didn't Malty have falcon. chartreuse and hot chocolate. Oh, I love it was that. A pandemic. <laughs> yum! That sounds great. Well, Jeff Ciccarelli, our friend, gives it a not. He says not my kind of movie. Four point five out of ten. Because very much, when I invited him to watch this movie, I was like, you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> I was surprised that he was like, he seemed to enjoy it. That enough. he got into it with us. I mean, it's also, it's a, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's a look heavy movie. Yeah. It does have style. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if anything, it's stylish. Yeah. It's not opulent the way that an Argento is, but it is definitely stylish and worth looking at. I'll give it a six if I'm gonna. Jo- I'm gonna do uh, for for Joe's sake. I'm gonna do the ratings. I'll, I'll give it a six. Okay, great. All right. I love knowing where we all where we all stand. Time for some hot links. Hot links. Am I up first? I guess so. Or no, I Corey. also. I think I kind of want Corey to get in on this. Do you have one? So. Oh, oh yeah, the hot links. Yeah. For the next. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Who do we follow uh, out of this movie into the next movie? I would say Fabio Fritzi. Oh, Ooh, I, twist. Etruscan twist. Etruscan twist. twist. What do we follow <laughs> them into? Yeah, what's your... What, what's your... Um, that I did not have. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had a long-running uh, you know, collaboration with Lucio Fulci. They did a lot of uh, Lucio Fulci stuff. They also did all manner of other types of films. Um, while I am trying to look up something good for that, I'm going to go ahead and sidetrack and ask, did anyone ever get in touch with you guys about um, Murder, She Wrote recommendations? Because I have some. Oh, no, no one ever did. <laughs> really? No one did. Is it any of the episodes with Van Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is an episode. I have it written down here. Uh, it's called Crossed Up. It's season three. Episode 13, 
directed by David Hemmings. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, God, I love him so much. And it is a dark and stormy night in Cabot Cove. Ooh. And J.B. Fletcher picks up her phone and she's got crossed wires and she hears someone talking about a murder. Oh, classic. Ooh, I love that. I want to watch that. Classic. So I kind of feel like if that one doesn't get you on the hook, not much will. Though there is one from season one called it's season one, episode 18. It's got Linda Blair and it's called Murder Takes the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> too <laughs> yeah so fabio uh, fritzi was yeah he the did musician. the beyond he did zombie he did city of the living dead he did the psychic the psychic which the music from the psychic got reused in kill bill oh, um okay. he also did uh some other stuff here we are always saying know. to stop erasing psychics stop erasing huh. psychics i and i i think the Psychic is one of the few Fulci movies that I really, really like, if I'm not mistaken. Psychics got their in tale of Scorpion with Two Tails. They got a little cameo and they did a good job. They sure did. Thank you. I don't believe in that. <laughs> I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. But they didn't take more money than they needed. All right. So Corey's saying Fabio Fritzi. Joe. Fabio who's your, Fritzi. Who's your hot link? Uh, my hot link is. John Saxon, because I was hoping someone would do this. <laughs> he didn't get his due. When I picked this movie, I was like a John Saxon. He was top build in whatever I saw online. And I was like, he will be the star of this because I've always seen him as lieutenants or whatever, sort of like side roles in everything I've seen him in. And I was like, oh, great. This let's watch something that he was actually in and fully a star of. So incredible. I love him. He got, we got to see him for five minutes. I was pretty bummed about that. I say we say we do John Saxon in Enter the Dragon. Oh, shit. And I'm also like, it was so hard to get us out of Italian B movie. Everything I looked up, I don't know anything <laughs> about any of these. I wanted to go onto this, into this world because of that a little bit to like see where we would end up out of this. And mm -hmm. it, every star, every person you look up from this movie, it's all the craziest, like, devil fish. And I saw that a <laughs> bunch of times. And just crocodile and just Italian <laughs> bee monster movies, which I would totally watch. But I say we go with John Saxon again. But right. I don't know. I went with Van Johnson, who is in three episodes of Murder, She Wrote, because hmm. I can't resist... Now I feel such a intense pull back to Cabot Cove mm. um, and all the possibilities that it presents. Um, but he's also in the pilot of Glitter, the oh, show shit. that ABC uh, oh, replaced Heart to Heart with. Fuck. The pilot episode. So who is he in Tale uh, Scorpion with Two Tails? He's Joan's dad. Oh, okay. Okay. Mulligan. <laughs> um, That's an interesting prospect. Or... I think I was just just like maybe playing a really really uh closed game here because I thought of uh the guy that played Paulo and he and John Saxon are both in Hands of Steel mm -hmm. and so I was kind of thinking Saxon kind of thinking one of the mm -hmm. Italian actors but that has both but then it's it it's sort of sad and morbid mm -hmm. um but Hands of Steel, an interesting cast. <laughs> but I mean, I always want to see Bruce Lee, and I especially love John Saxon in your pick, Joe. To the Dragon. So, 
which I've never yeah. seen. I've never seen Enter the Dragon either. What? Oh. Yeah. Wow. What? Wow. Oh my gosh. That wow. might have like, that might have like just pushed us into. I know. What's yeah. your choice though? Um, my choice was uh, is Mary Lou Tolo, uh, who played Contessa Maria. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I was just obsessed with her, and she happens to be in an episode of television called Fallen Angel. Charlie's Angels, season four, episode <gasps> five. Ooh, shit. Wow, it just got so <laughs> God, so this is the part of the podcast that we really don't know what to do about because we don't know how to decide. Because I'm honestly, I would watch another, I would definitely watch Glitter because I want to see what replaced Heart to Heart. <laughs> I would definitely watch Charlie's Angels and I would definitely watch another thing that was scored by the same person because that music was the music was the best part of this movie for me. So I don't know if I'm excited about following the I same bet John person. Saxon's coming back. I bet he is. Oh too. yeah. Oh from yeah. a poke. And yeah. <laughs> Enter the Dragon, I think we can find our way back to pretty easily. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen I mean, it, so a, I don't know. The cast is pretty huge. Yeah. It's yeah. so marvelous. Um yeah. it's really fantastic. Yeah. How I love it. Um I ooh, I'm drawn to the psychic, in particular. Is that Fabio? Fabio Frizzi. Frizzi, mm-hmm. directed by Lucio Fulci. Because yeah, because the music just yeah. I mean, I think that's that's the Giallo thread to follow as mm-hmm. well, which we could do I love Giallo but... January. Yeah, <laughs> we could. That's <laughs> but I also um. Like one of my most favorite spooky episodes of television of all time is a Charlie's Angels episode. This and I know. so there's a certain uh, way that a Charlie's Angels episode will glance off of me that I really love. But I'm not recalling the episode that you're talking about. <laughs> but I hope it's it's not the prison one, is it? It's the I don't know. But anyways, I so I'm 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 open. I'm so curious to see what glitter is. Have you, have, has anyone seen glitter? I have never seen it. And it, it replaced heart to heart with the new CEO of what, of CBS, of ABC. ABC. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were like glitter instead of heart to heart, this amazing show that was like really building and being incredible, obviously, as we all know, <laughs> <laughs> but then they replaced it with glitter. So I'm so curious to see it through our eyes of just like, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Glitter. What's what is And that Glitter show? lasted for two seasons. What is it about? I think it's about um all of the intrigue that happens uh at a magazine, like a entertainment and fashion-y magazine. It's about glamour. <laughs> it's about glamour, glamour and celebrity and cocaine. Not really, but but yes. <laughs> In its own um, way. <laughs> I mean, I I'm 100% down for anything. I know. Um, if oh. we're, go- if we're going to lean towards mystery, then glitter is out. Is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glitter. I just threw it out there because of how of glitter's place in the heart to heart story. I'm, yeah. super, I'm super into the idea of Giallo January. Uh, I like that idea. I thought for a second, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Corey, did your eyes just frantically dart looking for the exit door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey said, like, what the fuck is going on? Well, no, the the you what you saw in my eyes was me trying, because 
I've never actually gotten to finish the psychic. I've started it twice, but gotten pulled away twice. Mm. And mm. I don't know how much of a supernatural element there is. And once there's a supernatural element, you're really not dealing with Giallo proper. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But that's really pulling, that's splitting hairs and only nerds give a shit about it. <laughs> well, there's no nerds here. No nerds here, no. clearly. <clears throat> which is why you saw that panic in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no nerds here. <laughs> um, well, if we need a random wheel chooser, I just made one. I I, oh. I think we may, maybe let's employ the random wheel chooser. A little randomness. Do you think? Does anyone have a... And then unless anyone feels super strongly about one of these choices, oh, I think wow. we spin the wheel. I feel great about all of them. All right. So we have Glitter, Charlie's Angels, Psychic, and Enter the Dragon. I think, is Glitter out because it's not? No, I think Glitter's in. It doesn't in. sound mysterious. I'm very curious to watch Glitter. I know, but that doesn't make it mysterious. It does It's mysterious to you, Joe. It is. Which, you it's know, a mystery is maybe to all of us. splitting hairs because That's... this is a room of nerds. No. And that is what we do. I, I'm, I say we allow it. One, because it's your, it's, you chose this, Ellen. I mean, not, I mean, I just was bringing it up. I'll qualify it. I was just bringing it up because it's. No, I think we should leave it in. Hard to hard. Let's spin okay. the wheel. I don't know what this is going to say. Okay. What does it <gasps> say? Oh, I'm the only one that can see it, or Corey I can, can see, see it. it. What does it say? Corey, you're our guest. Would you Charlie's do the honors? Angels. Charlie's oh, Angels. Charlie's Angels. Nice. All right, guys. We are Hi, watching Charlie. season four, episode <laughs> five of Charlie's Angels, entitled Fallen Angels from 1979. Hello, so it's going to be peak everything. It's also, <laughs> it, I think this episode aired right around the time uh, the pilot of Heart, heart. And are we? We're following the Contessa into this. We are following oh, the I Contessa, Mary Lou, Tolo. Mary Lou Tolo. Uh, this okay. is. You can find all of Charlie's Angels apparently on uh, Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, that makes me believe that there are probably other places that you can find this if you do not want to support Amazon Prime for any for any reason. I don't know why that would be. Uh, but just Google it and you'll find it. I'm quite sure. Is she going to be the villain? Do we think? I have no idea. What's her name in it? Do you know? Um, Evula. Evula. No, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, her name is Carla Leone. Dracalius. Okay. Carlo Leone. Oh my God. Awesome. I'm excited about this. Spectacular. All right. Corey, thank you so much for joining us for this. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me back. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I got bands and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you can find links to all that stuff at coreyjbrewer.com. There you go. And, and we'll of uh, course link you on the on the Instagrams. Sweet. Yeah, I'm Corey J Brewer on all the stuff. If you want to find me on the stuff, that's where I am. Hey. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good name for I'm you. I'm pretty like... sure we'll have you back. So get to thinking on a name. <laughs> Surprise convert or Giallo something i think it was ambushed convert ambushed convert ambushed convert. Mm-hmm. i think that's yeah, was it because i was right. just yeah i was told day of you're going to be on the podcast yeah and then i've been <laughs> and then i've been back like once or twice since yeah yeah, but, yeah. which is weird because joe sp- said that he invited jeff to I, watch the star fantasy right. so maybe you're softening your um, coercion <laughs> yeah i invited him Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. We're so happy to have you with us again. And I hope that you're going to follow us 
on our link of Mary Lou Tolo to Charlie's Angels. I'm Talk about neck snapping. Oh my God. We're, come yeah. on, baby. We're doing the twist. Everybody grab a little head <laughs> Whoa. and go like this. <laughs> Good. Easy now. <laughs> Easy now. Do the twist. Uh, follow us on Instagram at It Was Murder Pod. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at It Was Murder Pod. Yeah, do it. You can write to us if you want to complain or at we'll It Was Murder Pod at gmail.com. Do it or we'll crack your neck. Please backwards. rate and review us. Uh, rate and review one of the better episodes. <laughs> I'm kidding. This was perfect. Uh, <laughs> rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. Give us five stars. <laughs> write something nice about it. And wow. <laughs> I think that's everything. I think that's it. I feel like All we're right. forgetting something. I, don't I know. know I always feel like we're forgetting something, though. <laughs> this time, especially, I feel like we're forgetting something, but I don't know what it would be. <laughs> we have so many little segments now. I'd say something, but my feelings are hurt because Eric just called out this episode <laughs> as being bad. As being bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love all my episodes equally, Ellen. Corey is sitting right here. He's right here. Right, I no, think he I, can hear you. Mate. <laughs> going on. Oh no, my, we've lost my Corey. Cans aren't working. <laughs> his cans. It's, there's hands around his head. <laughs> All right, enough silliness. Good night, freeway. <laughs> Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. With two tails. Good morning, Charlie. <laughs> Good morning, Charlie. Hello, angels. <laughs>